Welcome to the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium podcast, a podcast about this nursing life. I'm Nicole Nash-Arnold from Nurse Manager HQ. And I'm Sue Walker from the Nursing CPD Institute. And together each week, we seek out interesting people to discover what a red-hot nursing life looks like. Today, I welcome to this nursing life microphone, Arlene Bennett who is president of the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. Arlene, welcome to the microphone. Thank you very much, Sue. Now, Arlene, tell me about the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. How was it established? Well, it was officially opened on the 19th of February 1950 and it came about uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, Edith Hughes-Jones was the matron of Willsmere Private Hospital and her deputy matron was lost on the Centaur when it was uh, sunk by a Japanese torpedo. She felt that she needed to do something to memorialise her deputy matron. So she had started moving towards having a centre. And then also, at the same time, in Sumatra, Vivian Bullwinkle, Betty Jeffrey, Beryl Woodbridge and others talked about a living memorial which showed their resilience for their time in the camp and they wanted this living memorial to memorialise the girls who were lost either at sea or massacred on the beach or subsequently died in the prisoner of war camps. So when eventually the girls were liberated, Vivian Bullwinkle and Betty Jeffrey worked tirelessly travelling around Victoria, going to all the hospitals and to all the RSLs trying to raise funds for this nurses' memorial centre that they envisaged. And they sold bales of wool, bales of hay. They had a radiothon with all the radio stations in Victoria participating. They had a Queen of Hospital quest. And it was a very labour-intensive project. Matron Annie Sage, who had rescued the nurses in Sumatra and Sir Albert Coates, who himself was a POW on the Thai Burma Railway, were involved in uh, raising funds for the centre and Sir Thomas Blamey was, in fact, its first president. So it became a place for nurses to gather and to have ongoing education. And still, 70 years down the track, because we were 70 on the 19th of February this year, uh, we still are involved in all of those things. We're a place to gather and a place for education for nurses. Aline. This centre provides a number of nursing scholarships. Tell us about the number and types of scholarships that are available. Sure. We have lots of scholarships available. Some of them we provide and other people provide, but we administer them. So one of our main functions is, of course, to award a selection of scholarships. And uh, this next year, we're very excited to be able to offer a Vivian Bullwinkle scholarship to the value of $15,000 and a Betty Jeffrey scholarship to the value of $10,000, an Indigenous Nursing Award for $5,000 and the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre Mental Health Nursing Scholarship for $5,000. But in conjunction with other organisations such as the Australian Legion of Ex-Servicemen and Women, we're able to offer further scholarships for five to ten thousand dollars, we have the Anne Murray Scholarship, which is for a Victorian nurse who specialises in the care of the person with dementia, 
And that's a $15,000 scholarship and it's a one-off scholarship. Anne Murray was a nurse who was actually suffering with dementia and her partner has provided this scholarship. So we're very pleased to have that one. The other thing is that we have three $10,000 scholarships on offer this year because this year it's the centenary of the nursing at the Epworth. They've set up three scholarships in the name of Matron Gray, who was the first matron that they had, and one's for a nurse or a midwife practising in Victoria for $10,000, one to a regional nurse in Victoria, and one to an Indigenous nurse in Victoria. All of them are $10,000. So they're the scholarships that we have on offer this year. That's amazing, Arlene. Now, applications for the scholarships are currently open. Um, The application process, that's outlined on the website? Yes, the best option is to go to the website and follow all the prompts. And the website is australiannursesmemorialcentre.org.au. And we'll have that link on the Emporium website as well so people can go there and just click straight through to where the scholarships information is held. Perfect. Now, Arlene, the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre also has events not in the year of COVID, of course, but they usually have events throughout the year. What type of events happen at the centre? Well, we were very fortunate this year to get in just before COVID locked everybody down and we had our awards evening where we have an evening to give the awards to all of the nurses who have got them for this year. So that'll be the Vivian Bullwinkle, the Betty Jeffrey, the Mental Health Nursing and the Indigenous Nursing Australian Nurses Memorial Scholarship, but also the Australian Legion of Ex-Servicemen and Servicewomen Scholarship. And this year we also had the Prince Henry's, but that is a biennial one. Um, yeah. yeah. So we, we had that this evening. It's it's very exciting. It's just, it's really brilliant as an older nurse to look at these younger nurses and see what amazing things they're doing. It's just really, really fantastic. So it really showcases what they do. Excellent. Yeah. Now, Arlene, I understand that the centre exists to honour the past, the present and the future. The ANMC is the living memorial to the heroism and sacrifice of Australian nurses who gave their life and spent years in Japanese prisoner of war camps during the Second World War. You and I have discussed telling those stories in future podcasts. And we've also discussed this, but could I ask you to tell us about your experiences in visiting the village and the beach where the Second World War nurses were killed? Yes, absolutely. In 2017 was the 75th anniversary of the massacre on Banker Island, and I was fortunate to attend on behalf of the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. It was a wonderful experience. The locals were most welcoming. And we, in fact, started this tour off in Singapore just before the fall of Singapore would have happened. And we flew to Palembang in Indonesia and we managed to go to the homes where the nurses were held in captivity in uh, a place called Irene Land. And it was pretty amazing to see that these houses were pretty much as they had been back in World War II. Then we went to Muntok which of course is where Banker Island has the Raji Beach. And uh, unfortunately, there'd been a lot of rain the year we arrived and the bridge had been washed out, but fortunately that was reinstated. So um, with all the rain, we had to have a bit of flexibility about what we were doing. So we went, first of all, to the Tin Winning Museum, which is a large museum talking about tin mining on on the island, and uh, it has a huge hall. So we had our first service there. 
And in that museum, which is dedicated to tin mining, there is a room which is dedicated entirely to Vivian Bullwinkle and the POW nurses, which is pretty amazing, really. That was really great. And then it was really good to note that uh, at this service in Montauk, that there were many relatives of the nurses who had died on Raji Beach were there with us as well. It would have been very difficult for them. Well, it was pretty difficult, you know, because there were all these unanswered questions and it was very tough for them, I would imagine, but they were, you know, they were very stoic and very caring and they did a great job. I mean, tragic events and one we need to continue to remember and honour and I really look forward to your future podcast where you talk about the individual women and let them know their story or let us know their story. Arlene, as a nurse, and you've got an extensive career in nursing and the president of the Australian Nursing Centre, Memorial Centre, what is it that you wish all nurses knew that they could live their best nursing life? Well, I wish that all nurses could know about the nurses who have come before them, what their struggles were about and the sacrifices that have been made so that nursing could become the very fine profession that it is today. Vivian Billwinkle certainly did this so many years ago and her acts of kindness throughout continued in her nursing career were absolutely exemplary. And we owe it to each other to be the best that we can each and every day. And I think that this COVID-19 crisis has certainly raised the profile of nurses and the value of nurses by government. So, yeah, that's all I think we can do is just remember the past. Arlene, thanks for being our guest at the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium podcast today and sharing with us your journey and about the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. Now, the link to the Memorial Centre can be found on the information page about the podcast. And I would encourage you to have a look at the website. It's a very interesting website. There's a lot of information there. I can't wait for Arlene to tell us the individual stories of the women that are highlighted within the website, but you can also become a member for a very, very tiny reasonable fee that supports the work of the centre and the ongoing work in providing the scholarships and those sorts of things, Arlene. Yes, thank you very much, Sue. It's been really good talking to you today. And it's been a pleasure talking with you too. I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Hello, Nicole. Sue, how are you? I'm exceptionally well today, thank you. And today we're talking about the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. It's fascinating. I don't know where I was the day that we covered this in uni, but I'm ashamed to say I had no idea about that group of 50, 60 women who went over to Singapore and a vast majority of them ended up being prisoners of war and that there was a nurse massacre. I didn't know that story. No, and it's amazing that a lot of us don't know the story. And when I spoke to Arlene Bennett, who is the president of the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre, As you heard, like she identified, the reason the centre exists is to honour nurses, past, present and future, and it's a living memorial to the heroism and sacrifice of Australian nurses who gave their life or spent years in Japanese prisoner of war camps during the Second World War. An amazing story. Incredible story, but not just within nursing. I think across the board, across the community, there is an interest in 
nurses, their history and the part that we play. Like that's why Call a Midwife is around, but there's, you know, the Outlander series where she was a war nurse in World War II and has gone back to Scotland. And like there's always a real interest in that really amazing part and the burden that frontline workers in nurses and doctors most notably have in those sort of scenarios. Of course, we're reliving that in the time of COVID. And yet I didn't know about this. I'm so annoyed with myself that I didn't know Vivian Bullwinkle's story. No, and like she was the sole survivor of that in 1942, God love her. So Japanese killed and bayoneted the men and then took the nurses to the beach, told them 21 nurses were forced to wade into the ocean at gunpoint and they were shot in the back. And Vivian was um, injured and shot but lived and, you know, just basically laid face down in the water pretending she was dead. And then after that wakes up to the sounds of um, a voice which was a soldier who had been a British soldier, a Private Kingsley, who had been severely injured and then God Lover looks after him for 12 days in the jungle. With her own bullet wounds. Yeah, dressing (laughs) his wounds with all the stuff she could find. Brilliant. Then was helped by not necessarily the men in the village because they were too scared, but the women in the village were the ones that helped her find food and they basically gave themselves up to the Japanese. Unbelievable. And it was just such a horrendous story. And we don't want to say too much about Vivian per se because that's going to be, uh, we're going to do a podcast series about these women and we're going to learn about all their stories. But it was then Vivian, when she finally got home after being a prisoner of war, when they were liberated in 1945, she returns home, takes on a a nursing role, ends up the director of nursing, you know, a, a fabulous hospital. Then her and another colleague, Betty Jeffries, spends their non-working hours raising funds to create the Nurses Memorial Centre. What an absolute cracker of a human being. Like, she is a cracker. She was appointed matron of Fairfield Infectious Diseases Hospital in 1959, raised the money for the Memorial Centre. There's a fabulous photo. If you want to go and have a look at the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre, if you're listening to the podcast, there's a fabulous photo of her marching in an Anzac parade. She only mm-hmm. died in 2000 and she died in July in uh, 2000. 2000. Yeah, mm. the age of 84. A most amazing, amazing woman. Like why haven't we doubted this from the rooftops? Oh, but all of them were incredible. I'm actually, I had to Google Banker Island while I was listening to Arlene talk because I was so mortified I didn't know about it, and I found, came across a BBC article, and there's a, um, a photo of Vivian's uniform with bullet holes in it. Um, I know, and this historian has done this whole story and investigated, and she won an award for being a profoundly effective historical detective. But, like, it's a really amazing story. What was the quote you read to me on the website? There was a really amazing quote from the director of nursing, the matron, that said something really powerful. Oh, the girls, look, yes, this, it makes my throat constrict 
But as they were being marched into the water, um, Irene Drummond called to her sisters, chin up girls, I'm proud of you and love you all. And then they were all shot in the back. Like, did I know like, your fault. Like, what say everything. is that? What bravery is that? That's, um, I can't even picture it. I know. Profound camaraderie and what we all want that you have connection with people. It's such a, an extraordinary thing that Irene, who must have been terrified, knowing full well what her fate was, but she oh, had, had the, the last thing she wanted to say was chin up girls, you know. We're in this together. together. God love mm, her. Amazing. So I thought that was amazing and I, I'm so delighted that the, the, people like Arlene are out there memorialising nurses because, you know, that is just an incredible story and it is important to honour our past, present and future. That's, you know, we learn so much about our past and it shapes our future and binds us to who we are as a nursing identity. Exactly. And Arlene has been president for a number of years and they've, they do, look, they have, you can join, you can become a member. And they have a number of events, you know, outside of COVID. They have a number of events. And Anzac Day obviously is a huge service. But the other thing they do in memory of those women is that they have annual scholarships. And that's one of the reasons Arlene wanted us to do the podcast. So there's monetary scholarships available there to assist nurses be better nurses. Mm. I think that's an amazing thing because their their mantra and their mission is to honour nurses past, present and future. So they've got these scholarships that are honouring nurses that have gone before us and investing in the nurses of the future. It's so poetic. I think that's incredibly powerful. And they're not for nothing. Like Arlene was talking about ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 and there's multiple of them. I did have a quick look at the, because she'd referred us to the website to say, yes. you know, the process is there and it is entirely accessible. Oh, good. Look, yeah. there's a, a Vivian Bullwinkle Award for 15000 a Betty Jeffrey Award for ten. dollars uh, there's an Indigenous Nurse Scholarship, there's a Mental Health Scholarship for 5000 each, mm. and Anne Murray, um, a 15000 scholarship um, in honour of Anne, who was a nurse undertaking postgraduate study and unfortunately was diagnosed with dementia. So there's a scholarship there honouring her. Yeah. Um, the Australian Legion of Ex-Service Women and Servicemen sponsor a scholarship that's valued between five and 10000 as does the Epworth Medical Foundation, and they yeah. award three scholarships of $10,000 each. So, And, and they just want... It's there to be used, absolutely. Yes. And all they want is nurses that are wanting to do postgraduate studies in coursework or research. So it's not very restrictive. There are loads of nurses out there that, you know, postgraduate study is hard and expensive. Like That's those right. postgrad subjects are not cheap. And this gives you an opportunity to be able to access something that you otherwise wouldn't be able to in honour of nurses that have gone before. So I think that's amazing. I love that. No, I do too. I think um, I'm so pleased we found them. Mm. I'm so pleased that Arlene and her team are so energetic and um, enthusiastic about maintaining the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear about the stories. I think it would be fabulous. It would be great. I love the networking thing that they do because you and I have talked about this quite a lot before, Sue, that we love a good network. I and, love oh, a good network, Nick. 
you know, we'd turn, you and I'd turn up to the opening of an envelope, but um, a lot of nurses, you know, find the networking thing not necessarily their bag. But these are the kind of things where it's a shared vision, it's a shared history we can, with people that we know and love, and that's the kind of networking that is so enjoyable. Like that would be very fun. No, it would be. And they do some great things throughout the year. They also have in the building that houses the Memorial Centre, they also let it out for conferences and meetings and those sorts of things. So there's a lot of string to their bows and Vivian and Betty Jeffrey, who founded it in the 1950s, were women and nurses who had great vision. So I think that's a, a fabulous thing. But go to the website. The events when they're on are listed. We'll also let people know through the Emporium website Mm. um, what's happening. But, yeah, I I can't wait. I can't wait to go to Melbourne to go to one of these events. Yeah, me too. I can't wait for Arlene to come back and tell us the stories. I want to hear the stories of these women. What incredible people. And there were a number of them, and I think it's lovely that all their stories are there. Mm, I do too. And And we get to get an understanding of who they were as people and what happened to them, which is such a sadness for most of them. Mm. But what brave, brave, brave souls. Mm. Amazing. Tragic. Yep. Human beings can be wonderful creatures. Absolutely. On that happy note, on that happy note, Nicole, we will remember Vivian and Betty today. Indeed. As we tell the Australian Nurses Memorial Centre story, please jump on the website and have a look and apply for those scholarships. Oh, yeah, they're there. Fabulous stuff. I will talk to you later, sister. Sounds good. Farewell. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium. Make sure you visit us at the website www.nmemporium.com to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to put someone forward for us to interview, go to the same website and just click on the button. See you guys. Take care. Bye.